The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. people welcome to meat mates where all your mates love your meat what's up everybody welcome to the ectoplasm show my name is josh hurd and joining me is my good pal partner in crime mr jason koopsick what is up sir you're a flaming fascist i am a flaming fascist (laughs) i can't believe you yeah you man cut me right to the core there I, I knew it. <laughs> like I knew it. <laughs> oh, it's great. So what's new, man? Oh, not a whole lot. Yeah. Super busy. That was weird. What'd you do? I could have sworn there was just something floating next to me. It's probably a ghost. Is it a fucking ghost? No. Could be it a looked ghost. like a piece of paper. It's probably a ghost. I'm just throwing it out there. <clears throat> goodness so how the fuck you been man other than busy huh um not too bad i gotta hang out with you and the wife for a little bit last uh was it what was this friday night was the saturday night it was friday night yeah it was friday night yeah you're the only one that didn't have the burnt ends i did not have the burnt ends what the fuck did i uh, I eat you don't like red meat i don't know what 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 is why are you trying to like demasculate me? <laughs> okay, what did I eat? I'm trying to remember what I even had. The fuck did I, I eat? I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. <laughs> oh, I got shit. a new toy. <laughs> I got a new toy. That's what you, you've uh, been up you to. You had the pulled pork. That's what it was, and it was so freaking good. Oh, I also had the mac and cheese. Uh, whatever those things were, they like baked the mac and cheese into a triangle. What did that say? Commie. I'm coming. Oh, I'm coming. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. That's hot. That is hot. Damn it. No, it was cool hanging out with you and the wife though, man. It was good to see you guys. Yeah, how did the other thing go? So good. It went so good. Yeah. So good. Had a nice little interview that we shot. Yeah, it was good to see you and uh, to see Chris again. I I haven't really got a lot of time to talk to Chris in the past. I know I've met him. He's good stuff. Uh, I got him on board plotting against you. Yeah, real fucking cute. So, (laughs) and I just let it happen. Like, we're sitting there at dinner and I just let these two fucking, they start talking about like getting me abducted by aliens and like fucking, you know, getting like butt plugged by some, all sorts of foreign objects and all this fun stuff like that. And I just tuned it out. I just started talking to your wife. I was just like, yeah. so how you been? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, geez, man, freaking ridiculous. 
Absolutely ridiculous. But we are one step closer what? to getting you abducted. How? How is that even? No. No. We got you all excited about one possible aspect of the oh, filming. Going to Vegas? Yeah. We're yes. definitely doing that. <laughs> we could just do that. I mean, fuck, pick a Tuesday. It'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's great stuff. Hey, We got to bring quick. you to Vegas so you could do something fun so that the rest of the time you could picture that in your head while you're oh, getting pro. Oh, I can find my happy place. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Oh, my God. Quick question for you. Do we have any voicemails? We do have one. Okay. All right. Let's see what it says here. I haven't listened to it. Oh, you haven't even listened to it. See, shit, this could be dangerous. This could be dangerous. Hello, ectoplasm show. I have delivery for you outside. Is that Putin? Of meat of people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. I guess so. Oh, my God. That was great. You know, I have every single um, voicemail ever left still saved. I should make some kind of... uh, Oh, do that. Like, a video to go along with them and just put them online. Please do that. I will. That would be amazing. When I get time. I didn't have time for tonight's (laughs) Uh, show. Oh, man. I'm sorry. (laughs) Shit. No, it's not your fault. Oh. I'm gassy. Jesus. That's what happens. Am I holding you up though? Like I mean like, No, no, no. <laughs> okay, no, no. Okay. I didn't mean I didn't mean time for the actual show. I got time Horse, to do the show. Horseshit. I didn't have time to do much research for the show. You know what though? Like I think our topic tonight is going to be able to like invoke or elicit some kind of a response out of you. I I do think that. Um what we're talking about guys, it, it's a very broad topic anyway. Um, you know, real quick before I even get into this bullshit, like, um, I'm going to throw this out there at the beginning of the show too. So if you guys want to leave a voicemail or a text, 913-730-7255, that is the Ectoplasm Show phone number, uh, Ectoplasm Show at Gmail, let's see, at Ectoplasm Show on Instagram and Twitter and the Facebook. Uh, I mean, just go to ectoplasmshow.com. You can find it all. Find everything you need. We're breaking the conditioning! (laughs) This is going to be fun. Okay, so. (laughs) Dude, speaking of that fucking whack job, did you see the video of him and Rubio going at it? No, I haven't. You got to check that shit out, man. I've literally had this app on my phone for about two months, and I hadn't opened it up until today. What? I just had forgotten it was even on there. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but we got there. We got there. So I'm glad. Oh, my God. But, no, I didn't see it. Um, there was something the other day that I commented on using a GIF of him, and I don't oh, remember geez. what it was. Oh, jeez. Was it, like, but him it, topless? No, it was just him with the tinfoil hat on. Um, He is such a fucking whack job. Like, I've always thought he's just a nut bar anyway. Did you you ever? We should probably go that big of a whack job if we ever want to have a chance of making it. Yeah, I don't want to make it like that at all. Like, there's no way. Absolutely no way. Like, this guy, and I, I firmly believe that half the shit that came out of his mouth 
was scripted. It had to be put in there. I mean, mm-hmm. it is over the top for a reason. I, I, I do believe that Alex Jones is a character or became a character. You know what I mean? I don't I don't think he went home every night and just sat around and stewed about um how how shitty everything is going. I, I honestly don't believe that. You can't. Uh, People no. can't do that. You fall down into a hole. Well, <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, he'd probably have a fucking heart attack before anything else. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. All right, buddy. Are we, uh, are we ready to dive into this fun stuff? Yeah, I think so. All right. So, guys, we're talking about the Book of Enoch. And I know a lot of you probably have heard of it. Some of you may have not. Uh, but the Book of Enoch an ancient Jewish religious work uh, ascribed by tradition to Enoch, who is the great-grandfather of Noah, as in, like, Noah's Ark Noah. This would have been his great-grandfather. So it's interesting. Um, A lot of people say, a lot of people claim that it should have been in the Bible, a lot of people claim it should not have been in the Bible. And if you read through the Book of Enoch, which I did back in college, and I it's it's interesting stuff. Uh, I don't remember too much of it, but um, reading through it, you can tell why it was left out of the Bible itself. Um, so let's let's get into like the the content here, okay? So. You have the first part of the book, and this is the most interesting shit to me. What was that? I didn't hear anything. Was that Alex Jones? No, I oh. literally I didn't do anything. I heard a little or something. I thought it was him going nuts. Anyway. Um, no. So as far as the contents of the book of Enoch here, let's go. Uh, the first part of the book uh, it describes the fall of the Watchers. Uh, the Watchers is just what they're called. They were angels who apparently then fathered what are called the Nephilim. Um, then the remainder of the book describes Enoch's visits to heaven in the form of travels, visions, and dreams, uh, and his own revelations. So the book consists of five very distinct sections, major sections. And so it's like the book of the watchers. Uh, then you have like the, the book of, of parables of Enoch. Um, then you have this astro, uh, astronomical book, also called the, the book of heavenly luminaires. Um, then you have the book of dream visions, or also just called the book of dreams. Um, it's It's interesting... As shit, but like most scholars believe that the five sections of the book were originally independent works that were then just kind of put together, uh, but definitely had like different dates of composition and and obviously completion, um, and a, a product of much editorial arrangement, and were only later then redacted into what we now call just Enoch. So. Although evidently widely known during the uh, development of Hebrew Bible canon, Enoch was excluded 
from both the formal canon uh, and the typical canon, and therefore also uh, from the writings known today as the, well, I can't even fucking say this word, Deuterocanon, the Deuterocanon, yeah. One possible reason for the Jewish rejection of the book might be the textual nature of several early sections of the book that make use of material from the Torah. For example, um, I, I can't even do this. First Enoch is a midrash of Deuteronomy, is what it says. The content, particularly uh, detailed descriptions of fallen angels, would also be a reason for rejection from the Hebrew canon, at this period anyway. Um, it's 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 fascinating to me so the utterances of god are holy but your expositions are men uh contrivances as is plain from what uh has been explained by you nay even blasphemes for you assert that angels sinned and revolted from god um so basically, the reason why Enoch or the, the book of Enoch was completely eliminated from all of these uh, different tomes was because of the fact that it's contradicting everything that they had said before. Did I lose you, pal? No. Okay. I'm enjoying the Are you? lecture. Are you? Yes, I am. <laughs> so it does say by the fourth century, the book of Enoch was mostly completely excluded. Uh, from Christian canons and is now regarded as just uh, scripture by only the Ethiopian Orthodox Church and uh, some other Orthodox churches. Um, Let me see here. This is just amazing. Enoch the seventh from Adam is quoted in Jude 1. Uh... 14 through 15. It says, And Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousand of his saints to execute judgment upon all, and to convict all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed, and all of their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. Um... <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, and behold, he cometh with ten thousand of his saints. Yeah, bah, bah, bah. We already did that. The Lord came from Sinai and dawned from Seir upon us. He shone forth from Mount Paran. He came from ten thousands of saints with flaming fire at his right hand. Interesting. So. Have you have you heard of the Book of Enoch, my friend? I had heard of the Book of Enoch. I haven't necessarily read it. I do know, <clears throat> you know, I've read passages like right, I've read exactly. passages of it in other books about this subject. I've, um, the Nephilim has Dude. been the topic of many books that I've read. Yes, so it's interesting to me because there could be something to that, right? Like. <laughs> The, I mean, the whole story of the Nephilim is what initially brought me to then the whole Book of Enoch thing. So, let me look here, because I don't want to fuck this up. The Nephilim, 
were the offspring of the sons of God and the daughters of men before the deluge, according to Genesis 6, 1 through 4. Um, a similar or identical biblical Hebrew term read as Nephilim by some scholars or as the word fallen by others appears in Ezekiel uh, 32:27. So it says, when people began to multiply on the face of the ground and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that they were fair and they took wives for themselves of all that they chose. Then the Lord said, My spirit shall not abide in mortals forever, for they are flesh. Their days shall be 120 years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days. And also afterwards, <clears throat> excuse me, when the sons of God went into the daughters of humans who bore children to them, these were the heroes that were of old and warriors of renown. Now, what they're saying here, <laughs> what they are saying is that the Nephilim or the sons of God or what have you um, saw the lady folk uh, here on earth and decided it would be a good idea to uh, to mate with them. Can't, can't you just picture it right now? The sons of God checking out all I the ladies and they're like, can. hey, hey, how are you? Yeah. Why don't you come back over on, on over here to my hut and I'll, and I'll show you what's up. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's the, what you're going to get from that passage for the most part. That's there it. There is something in there that really stands out to me that... <laughs> Sorry, you said it really stands out, and I had to. Yeah, it really stands to, out. I had um, to hit the button. <laughs> I mean, this so preface. This is a preface for everything we're going to talk about for the most part. Okay. This is interpretation upon interpretation of interpretations of things happened long before the Book of Enoch, for the most part. Yeah. Um, so that's. I mean, that's what mostly what the Bible is. It's interpretation of other stories. Absolutely. And anyway, especially of a dead language that hasn't yeah. been spoken 2000 years, you know? Yeah. So <clears throat> what stands out the most to me in there, in that bit, what jumped out at me was one thing that they said that makes me think it's more of genetic modification type thing. Oh, is they must I'll make them so that they can only live 20 years, 120 years, basically, is what he said. That's what there. he's saying. Yeah. He's saying, yeah. So that mean that means to me that jumped out to me saying that they engineered us to only live that long. Exactly. That's what I. That's exactly what I think too. They're like, yeah, okay, you can you can live this long, but that's, that's about it. Then you're gonna be done. You're gonna be done. Now, it's interesting um, because, um, in in Genesis. You know, chapter six, one through four here, we're talking the the new revised standard version. The word itself is then loosely translated as giants in some Bibles. And it's left untranslated in others. So the sons of God 
have been interpreted to be fallen angels, according to some, um, and uh, according to, to Numbers 13 uh, and 33, they, they later inhabited Canaan at the time of the Israelite conquest of Canaan. Um, I, uh, it's so fucked up, man. But anyway, so now we get into giants as a loose translation, right? So now you kind of get into the fact that these are big sons of bitches that are now mating with with the lady folk. You know what I mean? You smell yeah, what I'm definitely. stepping on? Yeah. Yeah. But they're big guys. But so then like in the story of like David and Goliath, would Goliath have been one of these sons of bitches? One of these dudes? One of the watchers? Possibly. One of the sons um, of God? I, for me personally, the interpretation of giants, I don't. Like how do they get yeah, giants? Maybe, maybe the size was bigger, yes. But I think that it could encompass any number of things. I think that it could encompass um, intelligence, the size of their intelligence, the size of their spiritual nature, the size of, of anything was larger or more prominent than human. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes, to. when they were erect, they were much bigger. Oh, that's amazing. It's like, <laughs> I need to pitch a tent. <laughs> no need to break a sweat. I got this. Jesus, uh. God. <laughs> but it, it's amazing to me that they can do this. Like, they can, and this just goes to show you how fucking little they know, right? So you have a loose translation that, that translates to giants. You have another translation that says uh, it's fallen angels, right? I mean, what the hell? Like fallen well, angels. Well, they're going to interpret it how they see fit, for the most part. Whatever is um, going to help their cause. Whatever helps their denomination's belief structure, correct? Well, and that's not just a religious thing. That's what people do in general. Politics is a big... Dude, uh, fuck me. Big, they do that with everything. everything. Everybody sees politics. Uh, you know, and it's the same with the religion. It's the same with this. Yes, there are scholars that are trying and have done direct translations where they're not biased in one way or another. But certain things, and it could very well be true, but things in the Bible are made to follow the belief system or to get people to follow the belief system that the creators of the Bible want. Okay. So and here, I would say that that could yeah. be definitely true in these interpretations Jeez. of the words that so, nobody really knows because when you, I I don't know about the book of Enoch where its origins like were from because Almost yeah. every instance in the Bible, every major happening, no matter what book it's in, yeah. has its roots in like even Sumerian texts, which is some of the oldest language we have. Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. Like why? Like, yeah. I mean, maybe go off on a tangent here for a second, but it's interesting to me because like, and guys, I can't stress this enough. Okay. Like I am a Christian. Okay. I, I do believe 
in, in, in a god, right? I do believe it, it, at least a, a grand designer, <laughs> whatever, um, of this. Um, but it's interesting to me because the story that I've been told, right, was, uh, you know, the, the Virgin Mary, the birth of Jesus and all this stuff. And, you know, he's he then grows up to become, um, you know, basically, I mean, he's just God incarnate. That's it. What's interesting to me, though, is the fact that that story has been told eight, nine, 20 different times before Christianity was even around. Like, how the fuck is that? Like, I don't get it, man. So even if you're not a fan of Bill Maher, he did make a pretty um, good documentary not, well, I, I don't know. It's, I don't know if it's good, but he did make a documentary called Religious based on religion. And really? it shows a lot of that in one segment of it where this lines up with this. What? This lines up with this. How many times it was written about before the Bible. Really? Um, he he kind of goes off on all different religions on all different um, things. And he doesn't really bring politics into it. So if you're worried about Bill Maher's politics... It's a good documentary. I'm going to look here real quick. I actually have a copy of it. I Do you really? Like, I'm yeah. looking at it right now. It looks like, is that Kurt Cameron? Maybe. It's been a long time since I've, since I've watched it. Oh, my God. It's Kurt Cameron. Anyways. <laughs> no, just a second. I want to see this. It says the best <laughs> of religious lists. This I'm just gonna. Project management tool oh Monday fuck me! Oh like, my god, with the ads. Okay, like. check this shit. Lighthouses are more useful than churches. This would be the best the possible world. There was no religion in it. Christianity is the most perverted system that ever shown on man. These are all presidents. Effectively and biblically, to be able to reason with people, learn to circumnavigate or go around the person's intellect. I mean, you're a, you're a senator. You are one of the very few people who are really running this country. It worries me that people are running my country who think, who believe in a talking snake. Um, you don't have to pass an IQ test to be in the Senate, though. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he, he actually he does. That is insane. I forgot about, there is a part where he goes and talks to some politicians about their religious beliefs. Okay. That is in there. But most of it, most of the the movie it doesn't correlate religion and politics oh i see okay okay most it's just of basically it is talking. just the ridiculousness of some practices by by like the mormon church and other churches um interesting but he also has a segment in there that ties in how this story from the bible was told this many times and where yes before and it's it's all about the immaculate conception right and the, the virgin birth and all of this stuff it, it's it's the exact same story guys just with a different cast of characters um i found that to be shocking it, yeah so since that take and since that is a real thing it is a very that, fucking real thing <laughs> the book of enoch could be very much the same way it could be just taken from other things and changed and molded to be the the sure. writer of the book or the writers of that book's viewpoint. 
Yeah, so oh, it, totally it's agree. all based on interpretation of something else for the most part. Okay. So, and I have a very important question for you, but we're going to wait. We're going to take a little break first, and then we're going to come back, and then I'm going to ask the question, okay? So, uh, come on back. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence, discuss theories and techniques in the forum, create a group for your team or find a team to join, watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. This is about to get weird. Join John, Brent, and Conspiracy Bot each week as they clarify conspiracies. The first time euphemism's ever been used in this show, and I appreciate you calling me out on it. Explore enigmas. Disregard all known writing and use my method, which only works on this. Uh, you'll realize it says drink rich chocolatey Ovaltine inside <laughs> the spaceship under the Sphinx. And probe the paranormal. Hold on a second. Uh, I'm, I'm pointing the laser at the wall now. 71. 71.1. 71.2. Admiral Bird is here. All of this done with the misguided help of the one and only Conspiracy Bot. You're all idiots. Hysteria 51 is a hilarious expedition into the eccentric. Stop on my joke. I Thank will you. when they're good. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcatcher. Remember, the truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Stay woke, meet sex. All right, peeps, welcome back round to Ectoplasm Show. So, just there, we were just talking in segment one about how we think, or how this story has been told before, many, many times, multiple fucking times, dozens of times before. So if that's true, which we know is a fucking fact because it's there, it's in written history, right? We can go back and we can see these stories have been told and retold and retold. And Christianity falls in line exactly with what has already been said. So what the fuck? Where does God fall into all of this, my friend? Where is God in all of this? And I'm going to say something that I have never fucking said before, but I'm dead serious when I say it. <laughs> like, is God just something made up by man as well? Honest opinion. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, me See, too. that's a very hard one for for anybody, even exactly. very religious people. I would say, um, it's all religion when you. It's hard. It's hard to. This is one of the hardest topics to ever talk about, and everybody knows that, right? Um, one, there's no way that anybody can truly know. It's all based on faith and and belief. That's the whole core of it. You have to believe in order to. Can I play devil's advocate for a minute? I 
uh, but I want to try to answer your question. Okay. Yeah. Without all the uh, all the stuff, I believe it's possible. You fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> so, my only question then is because you say everything is based on blind faith, which is totally true. It is, and. <clears throat> I've I've grown up with that. I've had people approach me and be like, well, how can you believe in God? Have you ever seen God? I'm like, have you ever seen a billion dollars in front of your face? But you know it fucking exists. You know, you know a billion dollars exists. Just like I feel that I know God or at least something exists. There is some higher power um, definitely bigger than us, right? That's just what I believe. So it's all based on blind faith. It depends on what you but, say but a now, higher power is. Uh, just call it a grand architect. How about that? A, a intelligent design. Intelligent designer. How about that? Um, so I'm not going to say God. I'm not going to say anything. But it's interesting to me because of the concept of blind faith. Couldn't somebody then just say, well, wouldn't they just tell you it's blind faith? Like you have to have blind faith. How convenient is that? You can say whatever you want and make these people do whatever they want and not have to produce anything physical. No evidence whatsoever. And when something good does happen to somebody, you could call it a miracle. And you could say, oh, is it just because you, you, you prayed? It's because you prayed your ass off. Congratulations. It, it sounds a lot like our <clears throat> banking system. Oh, God. Like, as a Christian, this is very hard for me to accept and, and, and believe at the same time. I want you to believe that. I want you to know that because, like, I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm just, like, struggling with myself at this point in time. But it's super fucked to me. So, I, if, if we're going to talk about religion, yeah, I like, the, the viewpoint that I like the most. Okay. At the moment in this in my life, I I don't necessarily say that I believe this and this is how I feel, but of of the different theories and religious type things that I've heard of, and that I this is the one that I like of the moment mm -hmm. is that each person is a little bit has a little bit of a higher power in them. I would totally and agree us with as that. a whole. Make create up. that higher power. Sure. So belief in a higher power is also belief in yourself. And making yourself better makes that higher power better. So I like that kind of viewpoint. Interesting. Because it, it brings morality into it. You're That's making yourself it. better. That's what I was you just You can follow moral... Yes. Guidelines, but you don't necessarily have to believe in some entity that's going to punish you. The, the population... Not the population, but the the God aspect as a whole will punish you if you don't, if you fall out of those moral guidelines, not some all knowing being. Well, and that's just it. Like, yeah. And one thing that I always, I guess, had a problem with like growing up was like old Testament to new Testament, right? Old Testament. God is kind of a dick, you know, like just kind of a dick. And then new Testament. God is all like fucking sunshine and daisies. Like all the time. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just weird to me. Again, I I would consider myself a Christian. I believe in in, in God or at least in something. Um, but yeah, interesting stuff. Now, 
back to all of this fun shit. <clears throat> when we were talking like giants and the, the sons of God and the fallen angels all somehow um, being like, I don't know, being like told that they were the exact same, derived from the same words. The Brown Driver Briggs Lexicon, which was in 1906, gives the meaning of Nephilim as giants and holds that proposed uh, etymologies of the word are, quote, all very precarious. Many suggested interpretations are based on assumption that the word is a derivative of Hebrew verbal root. Uh, Jesus, I couldn't even attempt. These are squiggles to me. Um, but it means fall, to fall in, in the Hebrew. Um, Robert Baker Girdlestone argued in 1871 the word comes from hifil, uh, the stem, then implying that the, the Nephilim are to be perceived as those that cause others to fall or fall down. Um, ones who have fallen. It's it's just very interesting how all of these guys are getting different things to me. All these different translations, man. Like, I don't fucking get it. I do not get it. So what do so, you... Yeah. As far as the translations go, it's a lot like other theories in science. They're just Dude. theories. So... One thing that's interesting to me, and this is something that I want to get into a little bit because we talked about this before. Now, we talked about it in a sense of like an extraterrestrial type sense, right? <clears throat> However, back in the book of Enoch, when we are talking about these Nephilim, these watchers, right, or, or whatever, where are they watching from, right? That's the big question. Where are they watching from? Some would say like heaven. Now, there's a very, very large population of people out there that would say that the Nephilim are actually the ones that are inhabiting the moon. I lost you. No. I... <laughs> I didn't think that that's what you were going to say. I know. Because I know. I know. I do that. Koopsik, I <laughs> fucked you up, didn't I? No, you didn't no, fuck I me up. I just, you. I, <laughs> you can say, I it. don't like that theory. What? Because I don't what? see it as being a possibility. What? what? I, come on. what? <laughs> Could you? You want me to explain? Yes, please. Continue, it's kind please. of along my same line of other alien beings. Oh, um, <laughs> why? I I know that it, my my viewpoints are just a human viewpoint view, um, interpretation of things. Okay. Why would they be there? What? Because they're watchers. It's the title. That's their name, dog. Why would they have to be there and not here? You know, it's a good question, but maybe because they're fucking giants. <laughs> they would stick um, out like a sore thumb. 
if they have the ability I'm to, so, if they if they are what they are, I'm having a hard time. <laughs> oh my god! I, sure, okay, they could be on the moon. They're on the moon. <laughs> but no, you're absolutely right. Think about it. Like if they were the watchers, right? Or or somebody in charge of watching or and I don't I don't know if they are uh intended to uh interfere in any way. Uh maybe like a guardian angel type thing or whatever. I don't know. Um but you're absolutely right. Why be there and not here? Right? Um I don't know, bro. But that's just it. I would suggest if these Nephilim or these Watchers or what have you, um, I would almost suggest then that they would be more angelic in nature. Meaning that we wouldn't be able to just fucking see them necessarily. It'd almost be like what we would interpret as like a ghost, right? Like you cannot see it. You might be able to interact with it, but probably not. So if we are spiritual beings, yes. if this universe is made up of spiritual beings and spiritual things, um, and you could take spiritual any way that sure. you want. I right. mean, let's say it's, um, yeah, well, anyway, so let's just use spiritual. Okay. Why wouldn't they be able to be wherever they are, wherever they need to be universe possible. And if they are more spiritually advanced than us, then why wouldn't they be able to watch us from where they are? Sight is about seeing out of your eyes, but that won't necessarily be what they're doing to watch us. Sure. It could all be a mental thing. They just have to close their eyes and they can see who they're supposed to be watching because they're more, attuned to whatever they if their job is to do that then they don't need to be on the moon they don't need to be on earth they could be in wherever Wherever. is their ideal place to be in the universe which is probably not earth right and they can if just close their eyes and check out what we're doing at the moment if that's what their job is to do i want that job (laughs) (laughs) i definitely want that job I don't know, man. Do you really want to watch somebody all day, every day, like spend Dude. your life watching one person? No. No. I think that you would have probably, like, let's say five or ten people, right? That you're assigned to these five or ten people. And you can go about your day to day, just fuck around and do whatever. But sometimes. A little alarm will sound or whatever. Be like, hey, this person's about to fuck up. Or, hey, this person's going through a tough time. Or, hey, this person is texting while driving. Or, hey, this person's about to just, I don't know, fucking walk out onto like into like oncoming traffic or whatever. Um, and you're supposed to then just kind of dive in, swoop in, save the day, hopefully. I don't know, buddy. What are your thoughts on that? Think of it like a guardian angel. 
I'm setting fires everywhere. Oh my God. At first, I thought it was your real voice. <laughs> I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, so, oh, my, my response to that it was so great. Is I got to come down. Why are we worth them doing that? You know, and it's it's interesting. That's a great question. Because a lot of people, a lot of people would suggest that uh, angels might be jealous of of humankind. Right. Because we do. Even if that's the case. So you you would have to have the the. Traditional definition, not definition, but a traditional angel is somebody that cannot obtain what we have. Right. And they're mandated to watch over us. So that's what they have to do. So why couldn't this be them? Right. It could absolutely be them. Okay. But if that's not the model out there, if there's just... (laughs) And I know the whole, the whole, like you said at the beginning, like we've mentioned many times, the whole basis of religion is you're not supposed to ask these questions. Yeah. Well, not the whole basis of religion, a big aspect of religion. Yeah. It's not that I I, I take that back. It's not that you're not supposed to ask questions, but it's that you're not supposed. Well, there's some very religious groups out there where you're not supposed to ask. You're not supposed to contemplate. But for the most part, but, it's pretty lenient, and but at honestly, least in the West. My thing is, man, like, I don't know, and I don't know if if you're the same way. I know you're the same way, but that's what I do. I am programmed to fucking analyze and think and rip shit apart, right? However I can. That's I would. That's what I would, we do. That's yeah, human nature, man. I would man. say that the overarching thing about or the underlying thing about religion is even if you're allowed to question, you're not supposed to know. That's the big thing. You're not supposed to know. So why so, question? So why question it? Oh my God. See, that drives me nuts right there. It drives me crazy enough sitting here discussing like Christianity and having these weird thoughts come into my head, right? It's It's so fucked to me. Um, I don't know, man. Like maybe, maybe that's why I had such a big problem with like the fourth kind with the alien shit, you know? I still never saw the movie. Oh man. God damn it. I read the the story. Like I knew the story. Yeah. It's super good. I'm sure the movie's good, but I would sit there and pick it apart. Well, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to enjoy it as the entertainment it's supposed to be oh, with no, a no, little no, no, bit no. of tie into a backstory. That's not really the backstory that's in there. <laughs> right. Yeah. No shit. No, it's interesting to me though. Like anytime like religion comes into question or comes into play, like it's, I don't know. It's a touchy subject anyway. Like what do they always say? You're not supposed to talk about religion or politics with your friends, right? Or at a dinner party or whatever. You're supposed to stay the fuck away from those topics. And I guess, you know, for good reason, you know, but God damn, like, it's just, it's driving me nuts here, man. Like, I want to know. Don't get me wrong. I want to know. And I, and everybody's like, oh, well, one day well then you're not going to like what I have to say next. Oh, hit it. Hit it. Cause I feel <clears throat> yeah. just right. So that's like what I was going to ask you. 
just like religion, yeah, the paranormal world, yes, ties into that immensely. This well, not religion, not the mm-hmm. context of religion, but the the ideas. A lot of the ideas of religion we mirror. Yes, we just don't call them religion. A lot of the beliefs and some of the things, the mechanisms of what we believe are paranormal, ties into religion. Sure, I believe in religion. Sure. Or as in the paranormal world, as in religion, that we're not supposed to know. And I would... And we will probably never get the answers, because we're not supposed to know. Because we're not. Do you think, in your honest opinion, as a paranormal researcher yourself, do you think that over the last, let's just call it four decades, we have gotten any closer to... No. To any form of answer whatsoever. So we've been able to catch things on audio and film that we weren't able to before, right? True, yes. But we still don't really know what those things are. They're still just anomalies that could be anything, like seeing it with your eyes or hearing it with your ears. Absolutely. It's just recorded so other people can experience, and you have to trust the person that recorded it. But you still don't know, as the person that recorded it, or anybody on this planet doesn't know what that is or where it came from or how it happened. Well, it's interesting to me is the fact that we ask, well, excuse me, we ask a shitload of questions, and sometimes these questions have or should have very specific answers. You know, what happens to us when we die? You know, you would think you would have something other than, hello. You know, so well, in weird... their in their defense, and that in defense of that, maybe they only have certain ways that they can come through. Possibly, maybe it's to make you question. Maybe it's <laughs> to make you. So I see after doing this for after actively investigating for more than a decade and spending yeah. most of my life reading about this kind of stuff. I've come to the conclusion that it's more of the exploration of it, the act of exploring and looking for things out there. Yeah. Anything, whether it's paranormal or not, growing yourself is probably the best result sure. of it. You can you know pretend like I'm not saying that there aren't real scientists out there, but Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I don't want to make anybody feel come bad on. by saying but I'm not even. I'm not gonna say. Anyway, so come on, (laughs) you should say it. I don't think that there's. I would say 95 percent of the people that investigate the paranormal. They may do it in a scientific manner, but they're not doing it in a scientific. Well, a true scientific form. Correct. Because the scientific method, it's a fucking impossibility for what we do. But I don't think it'll be proved by science. I don't think this will actually, if anything, if I don't think we're, we're, we're supposed to, if somebody is supposed to know about this stuff, they will know about this stuff, but I don't think that they can show other people this stuff. Sure. So I think that maybe an individual might be able to know what the answers any anybody is seeking, right? Including paranormal ones. 
But I don't think that collectively we're supposed to know. So I don't think that even <clears throat> if somebody finds the answer, they're going to be able to share it with anybody Sorry. else. No, and I would totally agree with that. So like yesterday, for example, buddy, and we were talking about this a little bit over the break, you and I. Yesterday was one of the most terrifying fucking days of my life. And there was some weird shit going on at the manor for four solid hours, guys, over a live feed that we had up on Paranormal Warehouse. It's still up right now uh, for the rest of the week. But there was some weird shit going on. I could not put my finger on it. Now, what's interesting to me is the fact that it must have started about 10 minutes before I had left the building, maybe 15 minutes before I had left the building. I was in the process of basically closing out the register, closing out the day, blah, blah, blah. The last thing on my mind was watching the the computer monitor, right? So regardless, I close up, I lock up, and I leave. Now, Koopsik, you know, that place is locked up pretty goddamn tight. Um... I mean, you'd have to break something to get in there. Very much so. You would have to really fuck up. So this, I'm going to play this little clip for you, okay? And you'll hear it. Um, but this is what was going on in in the attic of the manor. So I'm just going to click this here, see if it'll work for us. All right, here we go. You just hear a little bit here, nothing much. Okay, so what you hear on that is like you can hear like footsteps, you can hear breathing, you can hear what almost sounds like talking, then you can hear a door open and close and then you can hear what almost sounds like a sneeze or a cough or somebody Mm -hmm. saying oh shit or something i don't know what that was dude it was to the point that it legit sounded like somebody was in there so after i got home from work i'm freaking i'm talking to at least seven different people simultaneously uh, via text and things like that and they're like, what the fuck's going on over there? I'm like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, I'm at home. And they're like, watch this. Listen to this. Pull up the feed. Tell us what you think. And I'm like, what the hell is going on there? It's to the point, man, we're literally like, we're talking 45 minutes or so after I got home, I went back over there. And I had to walk through the building with my gun and, again, like clear the damn building. Behind every door, behind in every closet, under the beds, things like that. It takes me about 15 minutes to do that. And you know how many rooms there are. It sucks. Mm -hmm. It's terrifying. Like, my heart was fucking pounding, bro. Like, it was so bad. Like, I could have used my Koopsik, okay? I could have used a little Koopsik there to help me out. But you were nowhere to be found. (laughs) <laughs> little Koopsik was at home. Yeah. Yeah, the little Koopsik at home. Bring her along. It'll be fine. <laughs> no, I wasn't talking about that little Koopsik. What are you talking about? <laughs> Never mind. Oh, you just say, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, my God. This is why I love you, buddy. Oh, 
Good stuff. So, hey, 913-730-7255. Give us a call. Shoot us a text. Uh, go to ectoplasmshow.com. Check us out. We could literally talk another Dude, two hours about this. I could just keep going if you want it. You're like, fuck you. I got nothing to do. <laughs> what was interesting to me is like the whole, like in in the book of Enoch itself, when I was talking about how they, they split it up um, into these different things, there's the, the book of dream visions. Could mm-hmm. Enoch just have maybe possibly just been high? Could he have found some, of course, some hallucinogenic have, or something like that? So hallucinogens have been used by spiritual people, right? Read the Necronomicon as long as uh, as yeah. far back as anybody knows. Um, so there's a um, a growing movement among people. So there's a growing movement among people out there in both our field. And other fields yeah. that are going back to relook at what ancient people did. Because As well they we've should. said it we've said it on this show before many times that well I don't know how many times we've said it, but everybody in this field certainly has heard someone say out there, whether not not about paranormal, but ancient people Yeah. Or they've used the that we're much so, so much better than they are now. We're more advanced than they are. We, we you know, we're more technological advanced. But we, are we? But are well, we that's really? The thing. So as we step away, as we become more technologically advanced, we lose our spiritual nature about ourselves. Um, yeah, we totally. And it all depends on your definition of advance, of course, but. Yeah. People of the past, ancient cultures, were much more spiritually advanced than we are, whether they used hallucinogens or not. But that being said, a large percentage of the seers or medicine men or any of the ancient cultures, I'm not talking about the, I know some of them are still around today. Um, in a way, but many of the ancient cultures had spiritual guides that used hallucinogens and it's mocked these days by most of Western culture as just, um, Oh, you know, the belief that a, a leader of an ancient, um, culture believes the guidance of a spiritual leader is seen as hokey. Yeah. I'll you know what I mean? Yeah. For sure. So there's, a, there is a growing population within the paranormal community and outside the paranormal community, taking a re a retaking a look at these practices to see if we can start rebuilding ourselves. You know, I think it's very important. Honestly, I, I would say this for any, anybody into anything. I mean, study the past constantly. Always study the past. And it's it's interesting to me because, and I've always said that, <clears throat> excuse me, 
If you study the past, you should technically, hypothetically, or whatever on paper, be able to then learn from mistakes. Correct? Um, no yeah, matter what. because the thing is, you don't have to be like that ancient Correct. person. Correct. You don't have to live your life like that ancient person. No. You don't have to give up technology. You don't have to change your... No. Well, you may change your ways a little bit once you start delving into the more spiritual side of yourself. Correct, but that's not a necessity. You don't have but you to don't do have that. to be like that. No. Uh, that's interesting to me because I think you're right. A lot of people do... Uh, think that way but it, it's interesting to me because history has a really fucked up way of repeating itself over and over and over again we're looking at it right now look around at your your just politics in general right now guys we're witnessing this again and this has happened multiple times before in the past um, but nobody studies anymore um, and again, like I've always thought that was super important, a very important thing to do, study the past always, no matter what. That's why when I started diving into this whole fucking thing of like the paranormal and all that stuff, man, like you've read, or excuse me, <clears throat> you've read some pretty interesting things in your time. I'm sure of it. Some different, uh, I don't even know, like some different experiments, some different things that they used to do in, in paranormal research, some different things that they used to do in parapsychology. Oh, yeah. It's seen it's, as hokey by today. It's seen standards. as hokey, but at the exact same time, the only thing that has really fucking changed is the fact that we have different devices trying to find the exact same anomaly spikes, only this time we've got bells and whistles. We've got lights. We've got computerized voices and we've got things like that that's all that has fucking changed the devices well, the that we're is, using is the are overarching, practically the exact same yeah, yeah the overarching viewpoint of a lot of people these days even within the paranormal community as that spiritualism of the past we're all full of hoaxers and fakes okay i'll give that to you i i think that's the general view because there were a lot of them right that's yeah, a general view, even within one. the paranormal community, that spiritualism was hoaxers and fakes for the most yes. part. There, there, there were people that were looking for spirits, but there was the the viewpoint is that the hoax hoaxes outweighed anything else because they were just trying to make a buck, right? Absolutely, and you know, I, I would say that that blocks you, people's from looking at oh, the past hardcore. Well, and it, you look at, like, let's just talk the 1920s for a minute. I mean, shit, let's talk 1910. The spiritualist movement and all that stuff really starts to fucking ramp up, right? I mean, people are using Ouija boards as, as just entertainment, as we would use the radio or television or whatever. They're using Ouija boards while entertaining guests, you know, at their homes. Um have a nice meal, break out the Ouija board, <laughs> call it a night. <laughs> like That's when really, like, a lot of people did see that, hey, if I just say I can communicate with spirits and, like, put on a fucking weird-ass little show for somebody, I can make some money here. And a lot of people did it. A lot of fucking people did it. I have met 
plenty, you have met plenty of, of psychics or self-proclaimed psychics or what have you. I will say I've met plenty that are full of shit, or at least in my opinion, full of shit. I have met quite a few that have absolutely blown me away. You know, they've told me all sorts of fun stuff. Um, but yeah, it's so I believe the phenomenon exists, but I do believe that there's a fair amount of hoaxers out there too, just as in the early 1900s. Fuck. What happened? Did I lose you? You think that stuff really works on me? <laughs> I love Alex. Yeah. I love I did, Alex yeah. Jones. He's so amazing. Hey, you got to do me a favor. You got to watch the Rubio clip. All right. I you will. have to. Like, he gets so fucking elevated. It is amazing. Like, you can tell he's just, like, pissed. He's fidgety. He can't even, like, fucking stand still. And Rubio's just like, who are you? <laughs> it is amazing. Absolutely amazing. All right, buddy. Anything else that you want to throw out for the good peeps? Uh, go check out podbros.com. Pod go bros. say hi to all our good friends over there on that network. They are bros of pod. Follow them on Facebook. Follow them on Twitter. That's how I found them was on Twitter, actually. Yeah. And I asked if we could be a part of their fund, and they said yes. That's awesome. Fucking love Twitter. Gotta love Twitter. It's amazing. It's been a while since I've been on Twitter. We were talking right. about that on Friday night, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were. I don't know. I'm a fan of Twitter. I'm just, I don't know. Maybe that's because that's where I started. It's always just been Twitter for me, you know? Uh, it was a simpler time. A simpler time, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, peeps. Well, we are going to let you go. I hope you have a great rest of your week and we will talk to you all very very soon peace out